Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Coach's Corner episode 7 of 2022. This is Peter Sachuk. I am very happy to join you all once again. On this episode, we're going to be talking about mindfulness. Now, we may have talked about this in other episodes, but really haven't talked about it directly. So I felt it was a really good topic to discuss because many of you are going to be coming out of busy season or you're just trying to catch your breath as you wrap up. And I thought it was a really important topic to consider and just take stock of everything around us. So today we'll talk about what is mindfulness, why it's important in the accounting or consulting profession, and how you can make mindfulness a more important part of your day. So sit back, enjoy, it's a good one. Mindfulness is the practice of focusing your attention on the present moment and by being aware of your thoughts and feelings as well as the environment around you. Now, in 2004, Google first started tracking their search results or tracking how many times a particular term or phrase was searched. And in one of the articles that are linked in the description, the term mindfulness has since quadrupled in its search results. So it's safe to say a lot of people are trying to figure out how to be more mindful throughout their day. What it really means is we're learning how to turn off that autopilot mentality and the constant need for go, go, go. And the easiest way I could think about it is if you were to picture yourself on your daily commute to the office or your daily commute to taking your kids to school or whatever part of your commute, that is just part of your routine. You get in the car, you get on the bus, subway, whatever it is. You're just kind of going through the motions. Everything has become a habit. You don't really take stock of things. You're just following that normal everyday pattern. Our brain has conditioned us to go through these things because it's just what we've done for five, 10 years, perhaps. Mindfulness teaches us to really appreciate the things that are around us, to take that moment to look and say, wow, I didn't notice how bright the sun is today, or I didn't notice how dark those clouds were. It might rain today. Or I didn't notice how many flowers there were, the colors of those flowers. Hey, spring must be getting close. The reason people are starting to or continuing to try to be more mindful is because the modern workplace is so busy. We're leading such stressful lives, more stressful than previous generations. All of these advances in technology and social media make it even harder to switch off. You talk to a member of previous generations and we've got it bad because these cell phones make it so hard for us to disconnect. The constant binging, buzzing, clicking, dinging and notifications make it really hard for us to just set that phone down and put it away. Even with the best intentions of a do not disturb mode, we find ourselves still picking it up and refreshing our social media feed because we feel like we're missing out on something. We also want to try and be more mindful in the way we live. We often focus so much on the past and on the future that we forget about what's right in front of us. If we can be more mindful, it allows us to make the most out of what's happening right now. And I'm sure this has happened to you at some point in your life, whether it's a important business decision or conversation that you had that you dwell on for maybe a day, a week, a month, or heck, even a year, or you're looking at your end of tax busy season and you're like, man, did I do enough? Do I, did I do a good job? 
How is this going to reflect on my media review? Mindfulness teaches us to stop, take a minute and say, hey, what am I doing right now? Or what's going on in the world around me right now that I can appreciate or take stock of? Which is a perfect segue into why is it something that is important in the accounting or if you're on our consulting side, why is it important in those two areas specifically? Now, it's important in everywhere else, but I know many of those listening are our big accountants or our big consultants. So this is really geared towards you as you're starting to wrap up your busy seasons or really whenever you're wrapping up an important engagement. A big part of why we feel so busy and we don't have enough time to finish everything is that we're not paying close enough attention to the present moment, which causes the task that we're working on to take longer. Now picture this. You're working on a tax return for one of your clients, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, once I wrap up this tax return, I then have to move on to this audit for this other client. And then I have to do this for a 1k review for this other client. And then I have to do this audit review for this final client. Don't ding me on the terminology or the application for the role. I'm just spitballing here. But what happens is you either start to dread or project or think of all the things that go into those tasks, but you're not paying attention to the task that you're working on right now. Or think of it in a different way. You're working on that same tax return, but you just had a terrible conversation with your supervisor on one of your past engagements. And instead of focusing on the work at hand, you're thinking, that conversation did not go well. I was very ill-prepared. My supervisor noticed it. He gave me some really constructive feedback that I'm having trouble processing. And instead of staying in the moment, being able to focus on that tax return to get it done for your client, you're dwelling on that feedback. It's causing you to feel a little bit discouraged, a little bit unmotivated, and it's directly impacting your work. So when you're thinking about that next item on your list, or replaying that discussion in your head, the focus in the present moment just isn't there. And what happens is you start to create this time deficit throughout your day. And you continue to play catch up throughout the day. And you create less time for those around you. So if somebody comes to you and says, hey, Peter, I need some help on this engagement for my client. Can you help with all these time deficits you've created for yourself? As much as you want to, you know deep down that you can't because of everything else that has just, just been pushed to the side. And I know these are things that you all are considering as you're wrapping up your busy season. So think of that the next time you find yourself at one of those crossroads where, hey, a conversation didn't go well, or you have all these other things to worry about. We'll give you some tips or best practices to avoid that shortly, but just know there is some reprieve. How can you be more mindful throughout the day? That's probably the million dollar question or probably the main reason why you're listening. It's important to have the background, but here's the main reason why you're probably listening. And it really starts with your morning routine. And the number one way you can be more mindful is to wake with a purpose. Take time to enjoy your mornings. Clear your mind of past anxieties or future worries. One of the articles that I'll link to in this episode's description suggests taking three deep breaths and setting your intention for the day. Today, I'm going to have fun. Today, I'm going to be productive. Today, I'm going to be focused. Whatever that is, 
set your mind to it. Another one suggests to eat mindfully. So many of us, myself included, eat in a rush and we're on the go constantly and daily. Eating mindfully encourages us to really slow down, sit at the kitchen table, sit at the dining room table, and embrace the experience of eating so we can reconnect with those senses, so we can really taste what that food is, or we can really taste what that beverage is, orange juice, coffee, milk, whatever your beverage of choice is. If it's on the weekend, hey, perhaps it's an adult beverage. But really slow down and enjoy and really taste and really experience that you're eating. When you're at work, one of the things you can do is to listen mindfully, removing those potential distractions, such as your cell phone. We talked about it being probably the number one distraction when it comes to disconnecting. When you're in a conversation, pay attention to your thoughts so your mind doesn't wander. If you notice your mind starting to wander, try and bring your focus back to the center. I'm guilty of it when I'm listening to somebody in conversation. I'll start to think about other things. It's like, oh, I wonder if, and what I try to tell myself is, hey, Peter, bring it back to the center. What is this person talking about? And I try and reconnect with what they're saying. Take a breath before responding to ensure that that person has finished their thought. That way you can anticipate or respond to any questions they have. You can ask questions of your own and actively engage in the discussion and be mindful and be in that present moment in that present conversation. We're all guilty of moving too fast. So the number one thing you could probably do is slow down. Do one thing at a time to improve your focus. I've learned, and you probably learned in that hyperactive hive mind episode, if you listen to it, our brains move in a linear fashion. It's not a spider web and it's not a pinball machine. If you feel that urge to switch tasks, pause, take a breath, and refocus on the present tasks. I'll give you an example from uh, personal life. So working at home or in the office, guilty of it <laughs> at both locations. I'll be working, and then I'll get that you know urge to either check email or check social media, whatever it is. I'll try to catch myself. I'm not always good about it, but I'll notice it. I'll say, okay, hold on take a moment. I'll either for email, I'll schedule some time and say, Hey, I need to, I know I need to process my email at the end of the day. That's when I'll check it. Or if it's social media, Hey, I know I've got the last 15 minutes of this hour to decompress for a bit. That's when I'll check it. So those are those little mental cues or actual physical cues that I'll use to keep my mind focused on the main task. When you do take a lunch or you're taking that midday break, Take that break, even if it's only for 10 minutes. Step away from your work and go outside if you can. Folks in Michigan or other cold climates, it may not always be possible, but get outside and just take a breath. Leave your phone at your desk and just enjoy those few minutes away from work. Don't constantly be staring at work. Just step away from it just for a moment. And when you do step away from your desk, take notice of your environment. Observe your surroundings when you step outside. Look up and around, feel the air on your skin. Is it cold air when it's the summer? Is it hot air? And just simply enjoy the wonders of your environment, all the colors, all the clouds, you know, whatever's around you. Just take a moment to really appreciate it because I think working in an 
office environment where we're, you know, depending on daylight savings or wherever you are, you may come to the work, come to work in the dark and leave in the dark. We don't take that moment to appreciate what's around us. Once the workday is done and you enjoy time with your family, friends after work, and you're getting ready to go to bed at night, put all your devices on do not disturb at least an hour before bed. This might give you time to reflect on the day. What were some of your successes for the day? What did you do really well on that you can say, hey, that was awesome. I'd like to repeat that. What were some of your struggles? What did you learn from them? Practice gratitude as well. Perhaps keep a gratitude journal of things you're grateful for each day. What were some of the things that you were thankful either for people in your life or things that happened to you that you're like, wow, that was really awesome. Those positive emotions associated with each memory can help you keep going even in some of those darker times you may experience. The mindfulness doesn't stop on the weekends either. No, 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 no. One thing I found really interesting was this idea of unplugging, where it might not always be possible, but picking a day of the weekend and just turning off your phone. Try to go without screens for at least one day. Get outside into nature, spend time with a loved one. Just avoid distractions if at all possible. We spend up to 17 hours a day in front of a screen. And when we take that day to unplug or not be in front of a screen, it helps kind of reinvigorate us because we're not in front of that screen. We're not being bombarded by the blue light or whatever it might be. So just, I challenge you to maybe take, if you can't take the full day, take a half day. Just try something to help reinvigorate yourself for the week ahead. And probably the biggest thing you can do and the number one thing that's associated with mindfulness is meditation. There's been proven benefits that it can calm the mind improve concentration, and reduce stress. This is all through consistent practice. And by no means am I an expert. This is just all through research. Now, when you do decide to meditate, it's as simple as first finding a quiet location that is free from distraction and available at the same time each day. So if this is at your house, perhaps at your office, and you just shut the door for a quick five to 10 minutes. Setting a timer, they recommend starting first with five minutes and increasing as you become more comfortable with meditation. The practice starts with taking a deep breath in through the nose and out through your mouth. And when you're doing it, focusing on your inhales and exhales as you let go of your thoughts, your feelings, and your distractions, allowing your mind to wander and acknowledge both positive and negative emotions. And then at the end of your timer, Take a moment to reflect on your experience, staying in that present moment and let go of those past anxieties and future concerns. Now, I'd love to stay on with you and spend five minutes doing the meditation, but there's plenty of apps that do a much better job and have a much better voice to do that. I know one of them is Calm and there's another one that is Headspace. And I think there's even a plugin on Microsoft Teams that will give you a quick five to 10 minute meditation exercise you can install. So I definitely recommend checking those out if you're interested in meditation. But the few times I've done it, I can definitely feel a little bit better afterwards. I'm like, wow, kind of a weight was lifted off my shoulders. So those couple challenges, especially the weekend challenge and the meditation challenge, definitely recommend doing that if you can. And you'll find you can at least be a little bit more mindful throughout your week. 
that's going to do it for this episode of the Coach's Corner on mindfulness. We hope you enjoyed. And if you want to learn more about mindfulness, feel free to check out some of the resources that are in this episode's description. We'll see you next time on the Coach's Corner.